it's great running running busy out of your mind like you know 90 hour 80 hour weeks um but for me i didn't see an end in that if i just like i didn't understand the concepts of running a business and systematizing them but then i i, I scrolled across i believe it was a video of yours just kind of explaining like, hey are you a uh, uh, business owner that's just kind of crazy busy out of your mind unorganized unsure of like uh, where what direction you're going in kind of thing and i'm like oh okay this is this completely like you're this is me you're talking about yeah. me Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. What's going on, everybody? I am with my friend and client here, Liam Coyman, for a special segment. I call it Student Spotlight. Uh, so I've got Liam Coyman here from Bucket Brigade Cleaning. Uh, Liam, how are things going in your world today? Things are moving. I'm, uh, I'm excited and uh, spring's coming. It doesn't feel like it here in Ontario, but uh, I, I, it's just around the corner. I can feel it. Awesome, man. Uh, for the listeners, one thing I like to do is uh, highlight uh, members of our coaching program, but it's extra special to my heart because Liam is a fellow Canadian brother. Um, so for those Americans listening uh, and also those in other countries, I'm on the west side of the country. Liam's more on the east side in uh, we call it the GTA area, the greater Toronto area. So kind of uh, like Hamilton, Oakville, Burlington, that's kind of uh, your area, right, Liam, that you're kind of dominating. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Awesome, man. Well, I wanted to bring you on today. Um, for the listeners, I was just telling Liam, I really like this podcast to be inspirational and have people listen to it and try and pick out some gold nuggets and really see themselves in guests that come on um, the show here. So um, kind of before we dive in, Liam, can you just give us uh, a little bit of a background on kind of who you are and um, even a little bit of background about uh Bucket Brigade and, and just how it came to, to be about, because it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, so uh, I run Bucket Brigade Exterior Cleaning. Uh, we started in March of 2021. Um, and we do window cleaning, gutter cleaning. And then uh, this year, we're going to introduce Christmas lights installations. Uh, so excited for that. Um, but yeah, my background personally, uh, I've always kind of worked in um, service careers, uh, never never owned a business, had zero experience as a business owner, always a, an employee. Um, I've got experience as a lifeguard um, in the military. I was a medic in the military, uh, deployed to Afghanistan, uh, and I'm now a full-time firefighter. Um, but yeah, I went through kind of a, a financial journey through Dave Ramsey and uh, started you know, really focusing on that and then realized that um, I need to increase my income to uh to for my life goals and started working a side business then i started going on um social media finding all these other people that are um, doing the same thing that i'm doing uh, and i found nick huber who uh you're familiar with and then yeah. i eventually found you and you guys inspired me to uh instead of just kind of working for somebody to start my own business and march 2021 i decided uh let's do this i was working for somebody 
out of uh, Oakville um, for window cleaning and gutter cleaning. And for a few years, sort of cut my teeth uh, with that company uh, part time, and then I built up uh, there. That's kind of how how it all started. Super cool, man! What a cool journey. First off, thank you for your service in the in the military. That's an incredible piece of your story. You know, segueing into firefighting and now uh, into your into the service business. So I think you've got some good chops that have obviously set this business up for success and also um you know will continue to do so which is which is exciting to see i do think too in um in canada you know we're we're kind of following uh the us's trajectory into um you know the soft washing even the christmas lights specifically so i am quite bullish on what's to come in in the canadian market so i think you're your prep for success, which uh, which is exciting to see. So, um, tell tell us so far. You're you're new to the business, so you started just in March 2021. Tell us kind of how um, that that first year went. You know, we're coming up. If my math is correct, at the time of this recording, you'll be a year old, uh, like as soon as next week. So, kind of tell us the 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 ups and downs, and how how did kind of that that first year in business go for you? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a great question. I. Um... I kind of started thinking in my head, I, I didn't think I was going to actually build a full on kind of business. I was thinking, oh, it's just a little side gig uh, to make a little bit of extra cash. Um, that that lasted about a month and uh, things just kind of went uh, haywire and just really busy in a, in a very good way. And I realized that, you know, this is this business is something and, and how much I really loved it. Just running a business and creating value for clients and then exchanging value back with me is just an amazing thing that I never, the concept that I've never really got to uh, experience until now. Um, but the only issue I had was that um, I was just kind of, you know, working a full-time job and then working probably more than a full-time um, uh, hours with uh, the, running the business. And I just felt like uh, I loved it, but I looked at it long-term for my family. That's just, that's just not gonna, it's not gonna work. Um, but um, yeah, with the, the April, March, April, May, crazy busy. Um, and then I started realizing I needed I needed some help at that point. Um, just kind of organizing the business. Everything was all over the place, you know, running it off my phone and, you know, Google contacts. And uh, I, I didn't even know what a CRM was at that time. I just, yeah, coming from someone with zero, zero experience, you know, a little bit, a couple of podcasts here and there. Uh, and um, I think around June or July, I can't remember, maybe it was July, um, I stumbled upon you on social media and uh, really found uh, some value and I, and I contact you from there. No, man, that's great. I think it's, it's as business owners, we become very aware of the fact that this is not a business uh, built around pressure washing and window cleaning and gutter cleaning. It's actually more of a, a marketing, you know, customer service based business. And the back end in fulfillment is just the cleaning of things. And I think we sometimes get that turned around. You know, I know I did too. When I got started, it was about, you know, the pressure washing and window cleaning. And I was like, oh man, what is this whole working on my business uh, front that I've really had to learn? Um, and it's like, when you learn from someone, not just me, but, you know, someone who's a bit further ahead than you, it's like one little like thing you can speak into like, hey, Liam, let's get you sorted on a CRM, right? Look at Jobber or House Call Pro, choose your favorite. Like that's like a whole base of your business. And then Liam, 
talk to this guy. He builds great websites. Now I was on your site today. I'm like, holy smokes, this looks like a world-class professional brand. Um, and, and it's these little tweaks we can make, which is so amazing. And the other thing I want to highlight too, you don't come from a family of like entrepreneurs or was given, you know, a hundred grand from mommy or daddy. Like this is like, this is built from nothing. Right. Which, which you can kind of speak to that for a sec. Yeah. I, uh, sorry to turn my, forgot to turn my phone off there. No uh, yeah. Uh, no, definitely no help from, uh, from any investors or, or parents or anything like that. Um, I, I I have a van, I have a legit like GMC Savannah van now to work out of, but uh, initially it was my uh, Toyota Matrix for all of 2021 um, and really successful with using that. Uh, but I just saw long-term, obviously, that, uh, having other team members uh, working out of a Toyota Matrix is not really conducive for a uh, happy environment. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, yeah, uh, just kind of scrounge everything together uh, a couple ladders and uh, buckets and squeegees and blowers and yeah and uh, made it work and uh, now we're just we're moving on up moving forward yeah man the first few years of business are just so exciting I feel like I know when I was getting my business going I would like literally lose sleep not necessarily because of stress but because of excitement and I'm like holy cows you know we have a twenty thousand dollar month coming up I've never you know, had that. And I know when you came through October, November last year in the program, it was like, holy, these are huge revenue months that you've never experienced before. And you're just like smashing new heights every month. So I, I do think, you know, as crazy last year was, I think there's going to be more craziness this year in a, in a good way. The thing to highlight about Liam too, everyone is like, he's a family man. He's still working full-time and he's getting this business going, which is uh it's life in the fast lane for sure. But you said it off the top, you've got goals for you and your family that you don't want to settle for with just a, a single career. You want to try create a real asset here, um, which, which is really like the ultimate thing we get to do as entrepreneurs is create something uh, out of nothing, which is awesome to see. Yeah, like that, that blew me away, like that whole creating value and then getting value back uh, concept that, you know, people always talk about, but in order until you actually do it, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. Totally, man. So tell us, um, let's, I, I want to kind of dig into your mindset a little bit. So you're back in the day last summer, you're on social media, you come across something from me. I don't think it was a paid ad because I don't really do that. What, what was it that you saw and you're like, I should learn about this and uh, invest in this. And for every listener like this, coaching program it's not a not a cheap little 99 dollars course like it's an investment you need to buck up and also put in your time so just walk through liam the the mentality you had kind of at that time what what pain were you feeling and kind of what were you looking for yeah my my pain point was um i was just looking long term and i like it's great running running busy out of your mind like you know 90 hour 80 hour weeks um but for me, I didn't see an end in that. If I just, like, I didn't understand the concepts of running a business and systematizing them. But then I, I scrolled across, I believe it was a video of yours, just kind of explaining, like, hey, are you a uh, uh, business owner that's just kind of crazy, busy, out of your mind, unorganized, unsure of like uh, where, what direction you're going in kind of thing? I'm like, oh, okay, this is this completely like you're, this is me. You're talking about yeah. me. 
Uh, so it completely resonated with me. And I knew that it was, there's something had to be done. Like I couldn't, I, I, I love the business, but I couldn't keep uh, sustaining that, that kind of physicality in order to have a, a, a work-life balance. Yeah. But, uh, that was what really resonated with, me with, with what I saw on social, on Instagram. Totally, totally. No, that's, that's really good to hear. I think it is ultimately a, when you choose to invest in something, even when I hired my business coach back in the day, it was like, I'm experiencing this painful situation. I'm willing to part with some money to invest for a better outcome. And I think you hit it on the head too, man, is like the best people to work with for me tend to have like a long-term attitude of like, you know, I'm looking, those of you watching on YouTube, it's like Liam behind him. He's got his core values in his organizational chart. Like those didn't exist, uh, you know, six, eight months ago um, because he, he learned about that and was like, okay, this is where we need to start. This is what we need to create. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, it's a bit of a mind warp, but it's like, you don't know what you don't know. If that, uh, if you can follow that logic. And I do think that's like, coaching 101 we we don't know what we don't know and that's why we need to seek out and and get help so tell us man um how how did the program help you what what did you learn um what what did you kind of take away would would uh, kind of love to get uh, some of your feedback on on your experience through it yeah um hopefully i get through all of it because there's just so much um i think what really comes to mind right, right off the beginning is as our um, discovery call i remember like talking to you and explaining, you know, the business and all this stuff. And then, and then you asked me, like, what do you think you're going to make this year? And then I, I gave out a number and then you just kind of like gave out a crazier number and, and a number that I wouldn't even think of that. I wouldn't even uh, like, I literally would not even imagine that number. And I think having a, a, the coaching program and having you and not only you, but also all the other students that are in the program with that same growth mindset, um, that alone is invaluable. Like that that whole like getting outside of your own head and, and having other people like perspectives from other other people that are in the same same boat as you uh, was huge right off the bat. I remember talking to my wife and saying like, "This is wild." Like I never even considered the business the way that, that it was explained to me. Um, that's that right off the bat comes to mind. But also, I mean, obviously the systems. I didn't even know that a business should be systematized. So you you, you put me onto the EMF. Um, which was an absolute game changer for me. And I've you know, gone through at least 10 other, 10 other books uh, since then. Mm-hmm. Um, so systems, um, bouncing ideas off you, bouncing ideas off the group in, uh, in Slack. Was like, and like, also, I guess from a technical side and from a system side, that's great. But also like from an emotional side, like, you know, guys, including myself, went through the classic, you know, entrepreneur roller coaster of emotions, ups and downs, and and uh, working through those with the guys, including my own up and down, ups and downs, and, and other guys' ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And that was huge. Um, like the the system part is like it's endless and it's it's amazing. Uh, like the the map the systems the master systems library is. Uh, hopefully, I'll eventually get through that. Um, all like all your 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 video library in the uh, the yeah. coaching program. I still haven't finished that. I was like, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to be done that already. Yeah, still haven't finished yeah. that. So, no, man, that that's incredible to hear. Like there is there is so much that goes into building a business when you think about it. And you know, Liam and I just before we recorded this, I was just showing him a few updates in the systems library, and that is really like Liam said it right for everyone. Like that's the heart of the business is 
your business is just comprised. I used to say hundreds of systems. Now I'd say thousands. Like it's just everything from how you pick up the phone to how you organize your trucks to the website layout to what you, you know, have in your terms and conditions on a quote. It's just, there's so much to it. It's hard to describe um, in, in a short talk here, but I think too, you know, Liam's touched on a few things, but mindset is just like we could make a, a five-part podcast on just mindset and like I said like you don't know what you don't know and when you invest like for entrepreneurs no one needs a degree in business to go be successful right but you do need to invest in your own education and learning like that's your main responsibility so whether it's a coaching program or a mentor you guys can see all these books behind me like that's my education is just you know throwing money down to invest if if i can put something into myself today or this week i know it will be worth 10 or 100x uh in a few years from now so it's re really good point um liam i think the thing to point out to you though too is that you were a very um coachable student as well in the program so can you touch on that as far as is that just how you're wired or do you think you learned that through your background because I also think in military and and um, your your public service there's there's a chain of command too and and a level of like let me learn from someone further ahead so can you touch on that as far as how you think you've become because uh, I, I would put you as like quite coachable. So how, how you know, what's kind of formed um, that in you that way, if that makes sense? Yeah, I don't know if it's just kind of life experience and just seeing other people's perspectives. Um, I'm, I'm a very open person, like I'm very open to other other people's ideas and perspectives. And, and I, maybe another one too is uh, I'm, I'm very humble. Like I'm, I don't think that I, I know all the answers. Yeah. Um, I think to a fault sometimes I, I think that's one of my weaknesses I'm, I'm my, sometimes my confidence is uh, mm. not so good but um, but yeah I think yeah following following um, I, I like I like regimen I like the, the, yeah. the system that's why I'm, I'm in love with creating all these systems I'm actually yeah a really good time right now in the off season doing that but uh, I just love kind of that that structure yeah yeah, 100%, man. That's entre what entrepreneurship is not very, it can be very unstructured, especially yeah. if you're not running away, um, and especially in the beginning, right? Totally. I, I think you avoided too, man, a lot of mistakes that, and not to say you're perfect, nor am I by any means, but it's like, if you can almost be shown the roadmap before you get too far down on your road trip, like I think for you, yeah, we started working together June, July, like you were only two or three months into your journey and you're like, okay, let's seek this out. Um, there's a lot of people I work with that are like, man, I was running without a CRM for how many years I never had a position agreement. I didn't, I was underbidding. I didn't know my numbers, right? I was on a call yesterday with a contractor. We were costing out, he, he booked a 40 grand job, right? And we costed out his cost for that job. And I said straight up, man, this should be a $65,000 job because you're not going to make money. And he was like, can't say the word on the podcast here, but I'm like, man, <laughs> that's just crazy that, um, and it's not that I have all the answers. It's just like, you don't know what you don't know. And if you're, you're walking through business blind, it's extremely easy in this, in this line of work to stay busy. It's very difficult to stay profitable. And that's a whole nother thing um, it is just the financial education. You mentioned Dave Ramsey. 
you know, get, get out of debt, set your life up properly like that. Don't live above your means. Right. Like um, he says, don't act your age, act your wage. Right. Like I just love so much what he says. And there, there's a huge financial component to running a business that uh, a lot of people even listening right now, they don't know their average man hour or their gross profit margin or their net profit. Like it's just, there's, there's so much that goes into it. Uh, I, I have to, there was another one I, I thought of for the coaching program that's huge value was, um, and then also the finance, I'll get back to the financial, but um, is when you, you started up, like the program starts off with, you know, setting your vision, setting your, your three-year vision, like what, what are the goals? Like all those kind of big kind of overhead um, ideas. I wouldn't even, even consider that and like that, that, completely changes the trajectory of the, of the business. Um, you kind of get everyone on like those core values. Every time you do you, sales or marketing, like you're, you're always based off, off those core values, hiring everything um, so that you're all kind of going in the same direction. Uh, that, that was huge, that, that, that kind of overhead perspective. And then uh, financially, like I had, uh, I had a little bit of whereabouts for financials from a personal perspective, but from a business perspective, I mean, there's so much to think about. Like, yeah, knowing what 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 to charge per man hour, like I had no idea. I just was like, I'm gonna make this, I'm working for myself. Yeah. You know, right off the bat, I was doing, you know, the cash jobs and all this, yeah. all this crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, when you start hiring uh, team members, that's a whole other ballgame. You can't just kind of um, charge whatever you want, you know, what yeah. you want to make day kind of thing. It, for a healthy business, you need to know exactly what you're doing. Yep. All your money coming in, coming out. hundred percent, man. That that's a really common story for, for everybody, right? We don't know our numbers. We think, Oh, if we're making, you know, uh, let's say I make $30 an hour at my career. Well, now I'm on my own and I'm, you know, bidding out at $50 an hour and we think, Oh, we're getting filthy rich. It's like, man, there's so much overhead to this business. Like $50 an hour is like kind of a, a joke, honestly, like you need to know what you're paying a technician and you need to bid that up uh, significantly depending on your cost structure uh, of your business. So, you know, the, the numbers are terrible. If you pay a technician $20 an hour and you build it out at $50 an hour, like you will not make money. So um, it's just, yeah, you don't know what you don't know. Maybe I should be calling that the title of this podcast. We'll yeah, see. that's well, I think, I think that's I'm a good example of someone I came in two months into a few months into running a business. So I literally didn't know a thing. I don't know yeah. what I don't know because I didn't know anything. Yeah. So it was a huge, it was a huge learning curve. Uh, I'm just, I feel like. I'm diving into it uh, still for me, and I'm sure it will be for years to come. Totally, man. Um, so as we get close to wrap up here, I, I, I wanted just to touch on, can you touch on um, what's been a struggle as an entrepreneur? You know, I, I, I really like the tone of this podcast not to be like, oh, Liam blew up his business. Look at him now. It's, you know, say la vie, easy street. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a it's a rough go like no no bones about it I think the rewards can be great but look at someone let's just say for example in excellent physical shape right the amount of work and struggle that went into that for years uh, is the exact same way with the business right you see five trucks lined up and 10 team members smiling on Instagram like no one can even describe the struggle that went into creating that so I know you're early to your journey here but 
talk to the listener here as far as like what's been a struggle or two that you've had and just kind of relate to the listener um, a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you take this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as a brand new owner, there's there's kind of the struggles. The, the main one that I, I think I'm still definitely struggling with is, is confidence. And uh, just I keep I, I don't I'm, I keep forgetting that I have a successful business. I keep thinking that I'm, I'm, I'm in, everything's in shambles. And, um, but, you know, I get reminders from coworkers, from my, my family and from yourself and uh, the guys in the, in the program that like, you know, you're like, you're doing well. Like there's, I think it's the big one for me is the confidence and, and uh, it's getting better. I see it getting better, but uh, lots more to, to work on for that. I think that's, that's my main struggle for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally, man. It's, it's, um, you know, almost this imposter syndrome too. You're like, am I actually worthy of success? And I think a lot of that comes into uh, our upbringing too, right? As far as like, what is our attitude towards money and income and success, right? Like growing up, I'm like, oh, you know, someone driving a Mercedes, like, oh, what did that, who did that person rip off to get? And now I'm like, oh, I wouldn't mind driving a Mercedes. It'd be kind of fun. Like, so it's just like your mind changes. And the the thing is, um, no one knows like the thing behind the thing, right? The story behind that guy in the Mercedes, he may be the most philanthropic, wealthy dude or lady driving around and you just don't know. So um, it, it's, it, it's so much that goes into this, but I just want to drive home the point like Liam has and is putting in the long hours you know you're as far as your your shift work goes with your other career it's like there are evenings there's weekends there's family um struggling right there there's sick kids there's uh sick pets it's just the list goes on and on so do you maybe have a ninja hack for how do you juggle it all because most people I coach I'd say are like this is my all in business you've got another great career going on. So you're like, I got the career, I got the family and I'm like all in on business. So how, how do you kind of juggle it all, man? Um, you know what? It was one that you had mentioned uh, a while ago was um, time blocking. Um, it's something that I, you know, I was felt like I was just too busy to even implement. And in the last, I, I can't remember which book it was. I read another book kind of got me inspired to do the time blocking. It's going to come to me, but um. Okay. That was about two months ago, and um, I've been time blocking ever since, and it's unbelievable. Because yeah. I found for me, and I don't know if this there's other people too, especially as a very um, you know squirrel, like you, you see something and you, and you kind of get focused on something else. With time blocking, um, you write down each week. I do pre-week planning um, on the weekends, and I plan the week ahead. I look at all the happen with you know with family life with work life and with the business life yeah. and uh i block out certain times uh for specific tasks i don't do any other tasks that was huge that's i've been my time efficiency is probably doubled at least very yeah no man i love that like as we're in startup mode too we're like so desperate to get jobs right if if a client approves a job uh they're like when can you do it and they're like can you come tuesday and you're like yep, I can come Tuesday where now it's like when you have the block schedule, it's like, yeah, Mrs. Smith would love to do your job, right? I've got a spot Thursday or I've got a spot the following Tuesday, which would you like? Because Liam knows he's only in the field Tuesdays and Thursdays, non-negotiable, right? Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he's doing this, he's doing this. And so I, I would say 95% of the time, 
clients will take the lead of like, you've got this spot in this spot, which would you like? Um, where before it's like, we'll just go at any beck and call, hop in the truck, go look at a random one-off job. It's like, no, no, we're going to now quote things in two, three, four quotes at a time. And that's going to be Liam's half day. And he's going to be on the coaching call. So um, that that's another huge one, man. I think entrepreneurs just don't talk about, right? Where can we put in 45 minutes on the weekend, plan out the week? And I always say plan out the week, you know, 70-ish percent, because we know things will come up and some white space is good. But you generally like, I, I like to do my day in kind of three hour chunks at a time. So if I'm working eight hours, nine hours, I get three big chunks to hit three big priorities and you're good to go. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, with the time blocking, it's I've gotten, it actually shows me like how much family time I have, which makes me feel better as well. Cause I, I see, I see the percentage quite high. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'm still doing well with the, with the family side of everything too, as well. So I, as a, as a guy with a young uh, daughter, um, it's super important, but also super hard to balance it. Right. Yeah. Good. Good for you, man. I, uh, for me on my Google calendar, anything in revive is yellow. Anything coaching is light blue and anything with, uh, Alex is, uh, dark blue. And so if I'm looking at a week and like the dark blue is pretty sparse, I'm like, oh babe, this is going to be, it's going to be a push this week. I got this event, this, 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 and then other weeks it's like, you know what? we're going to take four days off and go to whatever. And it's like, so it does ebb and flow and having a partner spouse, that's like, okay, like this is going to be a push this month. Right. I'm sure all the spouses of washing business owners for uh, April, May, and June, it's like, that's a crazy second quarter. Um, it, it's going to be a push and that's just the way it is. So um, no, man, you, it, it's, uh, it's exciting to see your journey. And uh, I, I do firmly believe as far as confidence, like I think you are just getting started. Uh, I, I look at my second year of revive and now we're going into year six. I'm like, man, things have changed so much. And it's just a, it's a fun journey that we get to be on as entrepreneurs. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the ride. The roller coaster ride is a, it's a great analogy. Yeah. Fun ride. 100- hundred percent, man. Um, cool. Well, let's wrap up. Um, can you share with us the best way for listeners to, uh, get a hold of you, uh, whether that's supporting your Facebook page or finding you on LinkedIn or what, what would be the best way to connect with, uh, Liam Coyman, the, uh, entrepreneur of Bucket Brigade? I think, uh, either LinkedIn, you can just search, uh, Bucket Brigade Exterior Cleaning or my full name, uh, or Instagram. Bucket Brigade, a bucket dot brigade dot exterior dot clean. Boom. I'll link them both up in the show notes, make it really easy for the listener to click on. And uh, I, I'm loving the blue in the brand too, man. Reminds me a, a lot of Revive and the fact you're yeah. across country is just uh, amazing to see. Yeah, that was through the coaching program too. I had an old uh, firefighter style uh, logo before that. So, yeah. No, man, that's tons incredible. Of, tons of Well, thanks so much, Liam. We'll let you run. And uh, I appreciate you. It's been a a blast working with you. And uh, we'll we'll keep in touch as you keep growing. And thank you to the listeners for uh, being a fly on the wall here for our conversation. Have a a great day, uh, Liam. And uh, we'll be chatting soon. Thanks, David. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.